Welcome to the Scandinavian Mind podcast, our weekly show about how technology is changing the creative industries. Today on the program, a special report from Metaverse Fashion Week. For the second year in a row, we visited the Digital Fashion Week hosted by Metaverse platforms Decentraland, Spatial and Over. We will get a report from the event and talk about why legacy brands like Hugo Boss, Tommy Hilfiger and Coach are still betting on the Metaverse, how Fidgetal has become the new buzzword in digital fashion, and which up-and-coming designers are doing the most creative stuff. My name is Konrad Olsson, Editor-in-Chief and Founder of Scandinavian Mind, and I'm here with my colleague Erik Sedin and our man on the ground in the metaverse, our Editor-at-Large, Oliver Dahle. How are you guys? Very good, thank you. Um, recovering from intense days uh, within the metaverse. <laughs> so glad to be touching grass again. As you you say, finally unplugged the Ethernet cable, get physical again. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm super excited about but getting into this. We did a show from the last uh, Metaverse Fashion Week. Uh, it was a lot about technical difficulties. I'm very curious about how this year's event took place. Um, there's also lots to talk about in terms of where we are with digital fashion, Metaverse stuff, NFTs. We're kind of in a bear market when it comes to crypto, but still we're seeing a lot of... Uh, international brands still betting on these worlds. So, but I guess the first most important question is, Oliver, how long did it take you to design your avatar for this year's edition? <laughs> uh, compared to last year, it um, uh, became much easier this year because last year I put a lot of effort into it, tried to, find the right garments and what am I going to look like? And is this a good representation of myself? The good thing now was when um, logging into, especially Decentraland, everything was already there. But I made a small outfit change, uh, which is seen in the piece, a bit more spring inspired, but uh, yeah. So compared to last year, it was a lot easier. Good stuff. Let's get into it. And we should note before we um, uh, start talking that you also have written a couple of pieces on this that are up on ScandinavianMind.com, two written reports, excellent reports. And that's why I sort of wanted to extend your reporting to this podcast format because there's so much uh, um, in here to to kind of unpack. But let's, let's try to describe what this is to begin with. Uh, so Metaverse Fashion Week, second edition, as we mentioned, it's, it took place on several different platforms um, this year. Oliver, how would you describe what Metaverse Fashion Week is? That's a very good question. And I think to answer that, you need to define what's a fashion week is these days yeah. like historically fashion weeks have been for buyers and press etc but today they are becoming more and more important for the general public people follow mm. fashion weeks with a good interest they become sort of entertainment uh, which celebrities attend which fashion shows um, um are there any special uh, events happening um like we saw on um, at Copenhagen Fashion Week earlier this year that each and every fashion show tried to have like a sort of 
social media moment. Mm. So the fashion week itself is becoming more and more entertainment for fashion interested people. So coming back to your question, what is metaverse fashion week? Uh, I would define it as some sort of entertainment for fashion interested uh, people. You go there, you mm. could experience fashion in different ways, uh, come fashion shows, come parties, um, shopping, or like just attending panel talks, or as we mentioned in the beginning, like dressing yourself in your most uh, extravagant outfit. So it's not that much about really maybe presenting the latest fashion or to actually sell fashion to buyers mm. it's more about like gathering the fashion crowd at one place at the same time in different ways uh, actually enjoy fashion in a new way which doesn't involve garments yeah physically. No, i think that's a great way to put it and coming from the kind of angle of, of entertainment um, we should note that the first edition of metaverse fashion week gathered uh north of a hundred thousand visitors or guests. Uh, I believe it was much less this year. The number I saw was 26,000, something like that. But I mean, compared to any physical fashion week, 26,000 is still way, way more than, than the participants of, of a traditional fashion week. Um, but you could also, I guess, compare it to um, you know, the participants of other digital formats. We've seen recently that Roblox just passed uh, 60 million daily active users. So in that context, 26,000 is quite, quite uh, little. So, you know, but given this, um, and given this kind of um, view of the Fashion Week or the Metaverse Fashion Week as kind of an entertainment platform, a way to connect uh, like-minded people interested in, in fashion and digital fashion, how uh, did this year uh, go about? How are they, you know, delivering on, on, on this promise, uh, do you think? Well, compared to last year, um, it felt that m many of the brands now is much more invested to it. Mm. They don't just do some sort of activation and think that's it. Just call it a day. We have our space in Decentraland. People will just come there because we are this brand. People, people and brands and... Um, Agencies are now actually trying to do something that engage users, that you actually want to be there rather than just showing up. And I think this was seen in several different ways, like competitions, um, like gamified experiences, like rather than just handing out wearables, you could had to complete a task or challenge to actually get the variable. Um, so many of these types of things, or like there was more storytelling behind um, what people, uh, people and brands actually were doing. Um, so I think that's a big difference in general, that now brands are actually trying to engage and have a reason of being in the metaverse rather than just be there. 
And do you feel like brands understand the format better, that they actually are trying to create something that fits the digital context uh, uh, more than just kind of translate something from the physical world? Definitely. Um, I think it's mostly uh, brands that, or most of the brands are understanding what users want out of their metaverse experience let's say um and the type of fashion people are using and what does it need to look like and how um you're engaging with the content in metaverse um and yeah and just to add to that many of the most um many of the brands that last year were just showing up um, for the Metaverse Fashion Week, let's say, uh, they didn't participate this year. And I guess we all could figure out the reason for that. But the ones that are returning is more and more um, engaging with their um, audiences and finding new and more interesting ways of um, actually building a good entertaining metaverse experience i wanted to can i just ask there uh, i know you're a veteran uh, amongst the uh, regular fashion weeks you've been to them all and now you're also kind of a metaverse fashion uh, week veteran in many ways so but i just wanted to know personally i'm just curious do you see yourself using these clothes that you see or do you see yourself actually enjoying the things that you saw there do you play any are you a gamer do you have any of these digital platforms or were you solely there as a as a reporter trying to get the grab the, get a grip of it all were there any like no. personal enjoyment for you um like growing up i've always been playing video games and grew up playing sims and all these kind of things but uh, the last years i've not been engaging with it uh, that much mm. But when you start doing these things, um, it actually becomes quite fun. And you realize, like, now I tried to complete this task for 20 minutes <laughs> just to get this <laughs> filter or whatever it was. Uh, for example, Coach uh, did this thing um, within their space in Decentraland that you had to complete a challenge. Uh, don't remember exactly what it was, but you had to gather something like finding these um, things in the space uh, to get a filter from uh, 010, an uh, AR fashion app. Uh, so I was trying to do that for so long, just to like, I got so invested to it. I don't know what happened, but um, yeah, it's 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 the money. It's beautiful. I mean, it's the best, almost the highlight of the reporting. The the Oliver wearing his digital. Uh, is it kind of like a scarf yeah. thingy with the coach bag in your living room in in uh, Milan? Yeah, exactly. And I don't think the um, uh, the picture makes it justice because when you right. are filming it, it makes it looks very real. So, and then you felt like, shit, this is actually something that <laughs> uh, speaks to me, not just on a digital level, but actually could be using physically. And like, could I see me using it for a regular day? Maybe not, but it was fun to try it out. 
Well, looking forward to seeing you in that's your gonna next Zoom filter for our next uh, meeting. Um, but speaking of coach, let's let's talk a little bit about what some of the kind of legacy fashion brands were doing, and then we'll get into some of the other up and comers. Um, coach was there, Hugo Boss was there, Tommy Hilfiger was there, uh, a, a few others. How do you think these kind of uh, legacy fashion brands are doing when entering this metaverse type? Uh, uh, experience well um speaking of the brands you mentioned um uh boss were doing an activation in for this year a new platform uh, called spatial um that platform compared to decentraland is much more um reflected upon uh, what the world actually looks like it's much more uh, stylized and you actually look like a, a real human. So what they were doing in Spatial was that uh, they built a digital showroom, they called it, uh, with their new collection. And that showroom was inspired by their um, mm -hmm. fashion show, um, which they had in Miami uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, so they were like trying to take that um, real concept they had um, in Miami and uh, transfer that into the metaverse. Uh, and in that showroom, you could uh, do some tasks and buy fashion from Boss in different ways. Tommy Hilfiger, on the other hand, uh, which is, to say the least, a metaverse uh, veteran at this point. Yeah. They yeah. Yeah, they had activations yeah. all over uh, Metaverse, like Ready Player Me, Spatial, Decentraland, and etc. And they also had built their own like um, platform in which you could buy um, digital fashion garments from the brand. Like Witten, you got both a wearable, but you could also buy the actual physical garment. And the thing that they did was to actually challenge this metaverse notion of interoperability, that you could just transfer yourself through different types of virtual worlds. So let's say you visited um, Tommy Hilfiger in Decentraland. They had portals to Spatial, to uh, Sandbox, Ready Player Me, and so on and so forth. Just to ask, how did those portals work? Was it a QR code or did you just walk into like a portal in the game or? So these portals are still very analog. So you click on them, <laughs> it comes up a link. You have to go to that link mm. um, depending on mm. how you're using uh, it. It opens up a new tab and then you get to the other virtual world. So there's a quite a hustle still of actually going mm. from one virtual world to another and in some cases your avatar has to change clothes you don't transfer the assets etc um, one example of overcoming this issue we saw from adidas uh, this year who launched a collection of wearables that are interoperable they are 
um, possible to use in all of the different virtual worlds. But uh, yeah, but actually going in between these virtual worlds or spaces is still quite uh, frustrating, I would say. And I think mm -hmm. I've interviewed for one of the pieces on this, uh, Shaley Harrison, uh, founder and designer for a digital fashion house called Mutani. And she described this uh, whole concept of metaverse quite well, and that it's still very much a speculative future vision. And what we have today is more of several open worlds that we now can see start collaborating with each other but it's still not just one they're still uh, working in parallel even though they're starting to talk to each other so maybe in a couple of years we'll have a one metaverse and we can walk just in between them but uh, as for now we still have to go through this uh, link uh, frenzy which is mm. it is what it is but it, we see development in it oh that's fascinating to me and and i believe one of the interviews that you did uh, um i forgot who said it but the the metaverse doesn't really exist yet it's still this kind of idea of the metaverse that we're all kind of uh, pursuing in, in these types of events um but let's get into this idea of of digital because that to me seemed like a, a trend, if anything, in, in this year's edition, where a lot of the uh, concepts and uh, shows were uh, connected to something in the physical space. Either you could buy a physical garment or there was these kind of AR exhibitions or AR shows. Can you speak to, to uh, this phenomenon of the, of the digital and why, why it matters? Yeah. One of the hosting platforms uh, was uh, the uh, AR platform uh, Over, in which you could build digital experiences on to the physical world. Um, like you use your um, camera on your smartphone or any other device, and you actually could build um, things um, on your phone and which you then see on top of the physical world. So what they, one of the things they did for Metaverse Fashion Week this year was that they staged a fashion show on uh, Piazza del Duomo uh, in central Milan. And so what they did was that you actually then could see these avatars walking on the on the square and like showing these digital garments but within a physical environment like really blending and the avatar is huge big it's, it's <laughs> as big as the dormo itself the avatar yes it is and uh, you also see all the tourists walking the square and taking pictures of uh, the dormo <laughs> not realizing that uh giant avatar is walking behind them so it's quite funny but <laughs> but yeah we also saw a lot of brands um launching um hybrid fashion like fashion that exists both digitally and physically and i mentioned earlier mutani uh, a digital fashion collective from uh, antwerp 
and they did a, a garment together with a designer called Stefan Karchev, um, which is exactly this. Um, if you buy it, you get uh, a variable and all the related assets to it, the NFT, all the different uh, files, etc., which is required to have a, a digital garment. But at the same time, you also get a physical version of the actual garment. So you could sit at home uh, and match your uh, digital avatar. Um, and yeah, the digital aspect is becoming more and more important for digital fashion, I guess. Um, the uh, head of uh, Metaverse Fashion Week, uh, Giovanna Graziosi Casimiro, explained this in an interview as well, that the few, they see the future of Metaverse Fashion Week becoming more and more digital, that they want more actual physical events happening and engaging people more on a physical level rather than just becoming this uh, isolated digital phenomena uh, happening just within our laptops. I mean, so that, I mean that, that is super fascinating to me. And I, I read that quote also. You have, all, you have here, you have the head of Metaverse Fashion Week saying in the interview with Scandinavian Mind, that she wants the addition, the upcoming additions to become more physical, which is kind of an oxymoron uh, in a way. Uh, but do you think, I want your take on this. To me, uh, the way forward for digital fashion, at least within the next few years, is in this digital space, is in the intersection of something physical where there's a digital extension. I mean, we all live our lives in a digital world you know, a lot of the time, but most of the time we live it in a physical world. So it seems it kind of only makes sense that where digital fashion should kind of bridge into a more commercial world is through this kind of digital uh, experiences. It's either that or just go full Roblox, where the, obviously the users are 60 million of them every day. Where do you see this going, Oliver? Well, I think this... Uh, takes us back to having a reason of being there. And where do we find that reason? And how could we, as users, find, find a reason of actually using mm. digital fashion? And that could be related to trying on handbags with an AR filter. It could be by experiencing the storytelling of a brand on a digital platform, or that we actually do something in real life that we really enjoy, but then want to know more about it and keep on enjoying it. So we go into the metaverse and have a deeper experience to it. So I think when doing metaverse activities or activities related with digital fashion, it always has to have this actual reason or like talk to the brand's audiences of being there. And it could be like very digital things happening in both ways, um, happening in both the digital and the physical space. Or it could be like 
which we spoke about earlier, Hugo Boss, which keep on building on what they have been doing in the physical world in a digital environment, just to develop like the whole uh, experience of the brand. So the digital experience can't be detached from the physical, uh, I think. It needs to be very connected and actually speaking to each other. And there's several different ways that could happen. That's a great way to, to frame it. Are there any other um, insights that we brought that you want to highlight from the interviews that you did? We have the follow-up articles with five interviews uh, with some of the, the, the players that were engaged in, in, in this, this year's edition. Yeah, one thing that's um, interesting or is that um, what they have been working a lot with both the platforms, but also brands um, as well, is that it becomes easier to be onboarded, let's say, to uh, the metaverse. The uh, Decentraland um, had guided tours to actually show the spaces for users, like what you could mm. do, where you could do it, what is happening, and uh, having a schedule of all the events happening at uh, the different platforms um, at the same place, but also um, how it became easier to actually buy things. Um, the, uh, at Decentraland, they now made it possible to actually use uh, fiat currencies, so you don't have to actually get into crypto and all these things if you find a garment that you actually like you could just easily buy it with your credit card credentials or um, whatever you like and um, so and the same thing from uh, uh, mutani and uh, um, the digital garment that they made that uh, they had this um, uh, uh, thing together with Shopify and Venly, uh, in which you also could actually buy this NFT without having to get into uh, crypto and all the terminology that comes with it and mm. actually know what it is. So um, also spoke with um, Boson Protocol uh, that um, this uh, year launched a metaverse commerce toolkit, which helps brands and designers to more easily actually uh, sell and create um, um, uh, their garments and uh, uh, actually making a commercial activity out of it rather than just uh, showing it. So I think this thing of actually helping people to be there and to understand what it is, this is something which also is very interesting. Because like last year, the first edition, there were so many people asking, like, what are we doing here? What is happening? What are you supposed to do? And like, <laughs> um, what's the whole purpose of it? I think to actually 
get people to understand what it is and what you could get out of it, this could, will be a way forward. And yeah, actually make the whole customer journey or user journey more smooth. Well, I think we are contributing to that by doing this episode. Let's let's close out this discussion by by highlighting our, our personal favorites. Uh, I'm getting quite a bit of a FOMO here when I hear Oliver talking about it. Eric, uh, you've been covering the digital fashion space quite a lot uh, in Scandinavian Mind. What, uh, based on Oliver's reporting or or what you've seen, what, what were some of you, your favorites when when looking at this? Uh, I thought uh, w- what you said there, Oliver, about the uh, coach bag, the, the digital activations on this podcast. I talking about it so much uh, how you need to have both and you need to in order to grasp it for someone that might not have a crypto wallet and everything it has to be able to use an ar filter for instagram and stuff and i personally love that one i'm actually a bit shocked that that we didn't see more so shout out to coach for doing that i guess but i did like i also liked that adidas had like a big launch and i like that that kind of brand like adidas has uh, some kind of activation on there i think that i just thought that looked cool but still if, if it doesn't exist outside of the central land i think it kind of falls flat so with that said what i was hoping for was some digital experience and this coach bag that you mentioned with was it called the 10 true 10 what was the uh it's a company called zero 10 zero 10 um, yeah that's it and that's, that's my favorite yeah no it's a it's a very cool platform and they've collaborated with a lot of uh, fashion brands before and uh, mm. it's very cool how you could actually try on fashion from the runway just by using your smartphone it's uh, yeah very exactly. cool even and that's kind of maybe that's kind of what i wanted to say i don't think you need to pull up your computer and get your ethernet cable out to enjoy fashion week you should in some ways do it on your phone i think at least why are you talking about ethernet cable no one uses ethernet cable anymore <laughs> everyone it's, it's on wi-fi right i just know like I, I remember oliver <laughs> saying his computer almost crashed last year so i just know it takes a lot of juice might have to pull out the ethernet cable <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, I really enjoyed the, the Mutani collaboration with the designer Stefan Kadchev. I, I thought it was uh, a clever, uh, the installation named the Antwerp Cyber 6, kind of a nod to the, the, the classic mm. um, designer collective Antwerp 6. But that, you know, just in terms of creativity, I, I th- thought that looked awesome. Uh, Oliver, uh, just to close out, what were, what were your favorites? If you pick one or two that you really enjoyed. Okay, so I'm going to pick two. So first of all, I would like to mention Institute of Digital Fashion, uh, which made uh, a collaboration with a physical designer, Bradley Sharp. And Bradley Sharp is a designer which has uh, quickly become famous for creating spectacular fashion pieces within the physical world. Uh, So what Institute of Digital Fashion did was that they took his design and transformed it into uh, the digital, which is uh, the perfect place for that type of designer, I would say. Uh, Also worth mentioning is uh, from a digital art uh, collective called Vuelta, um, which have earlier been working a lot with uh, uh, art in the metaverse spaces. Um, they have been participating in the metaverse art week and things like this. So this was their first outing in the fashion uh, at the fashion scene. Uh, 
And what they did was that they uh, had a tribute to uh, uh, Dame Vivian Westwood. So they had this space which was clad in like a, what they called it, a metaverse tartan. Um, <laughs> it had all this like icono iconography from uh, Westwood's career, like the classic store sign from her first store in London. Um, yeah, and a lot of references to her activism and these kind of things. And um, um, when I interviewed Bay Backner, which is one of the uh, founders of Welta, she explained how like um, she sees that uh, the metaverse has like this same subcultural energy, uh, which relates very much to Westwood's career and how she built up her brand and being a little bit of an outsider uh, to the world and then taking it into this context. So that was something I found very interesting as well, I would say. Well, good stuff. Uh, Oliver Dali, thank you so much for uh, once again being our man on the ground on uh, Metaverse Fashion Week, deep into the trenches of the subculture of digital fashion. Uh, don't forget to... Uh, um, Read the full report is up now on ScandinavianMind.com. Two articles, first Oliver's impressions from Fashion Week and then a survey with five interviews with people uh, behind the scenes. Uh, this has been the Scandinavian Mind podcast. Don't, don't forget to sign up to our newsletter. Visit ScandinavianMind.com slash newsletter not to miss out on any upcoming events and uh, product launches, including our upcoming fourth print issue of Scandinavian Mind, which is coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, don't miss that. Until next week, thank you, Eric and Oliver. See you.